Welcome to the Know Before You Go Travel Show, where we share all the latest travel tips, tricks, and insights to make your next vacation the best one yet. So sit back, relax, grab a cocktail, and enjoy the show with Penyak Travel's George Penyak and our senior travel consultant, Janet Penyak. What is up, everybody? Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Know Before You Go Travel Show, where we've got a show for you today. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Friday, we're heading into the weekend. Hope you guys had a great 4th of July, Independence Day. Kind of weird where the, the holidays are always weird when they fall midweek. Yeah, it like screws the whole week up. You don't know what to do because I was so confused on whether people were recognizing the 4th on the 3rd or on the 4th, but the 4th is a Tuesday, but the markets were open on the 3rd. It was The banks were open on the 3rd, I think, but not the 4th, Right. but people had the 3rd off. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I still don't know what day it is. Yeah. But it is Friday. It is Friday. It is Friday. Feels good. And by the way, <clears throat> this is kind of a special show. Yeah. We haven't talked about this in a while. Yeah. But this is this week, July 4th, actually, which I believe, I'll have to go back and verify, but was our five year podcast anniversary. The podcast yeah. is five years old. We, we, we've been doing it since July 2018. Yes. We released our first podcast on July 4th. 2018, if I remember correctly. I don't think it was on July 4th. I'm pretty but... sure it was. I'm okay. pretty sure it was. Now now here we go to the debate. Got to look it up. I, pretty I, sure yeah, it was July 4th. Um, and what, what's crazy about that is that episode is so bad. It was so bad. Yeah. I mean, it, we, I should probably go delete it. We just were not as energetic. We were brand new. I mean, you got to start somewhere, right? Like Everybody has to start somewhere. When yeah. you start something new, you're not the best at it. You haven't hit your potential yet. So we started something new. And we've kept it going for five years, and it's been an amazing ride. I can't tell you how many, how much love we've got from the podcast, all the positive feedback, new clients, new Actually, friends. Actually, don't even, I don't see it. It's on there somewhere. I'm all the way back to 2018. You got to go. No, it's, it's, it does it delete. Maybe it purges every. I was going to say, the only one, the first one that's there is July 20th, 2018. The all-inclusive versus cruise is not there anymore. All right, so the all-inclusive versus cruise, that was our first ever. Right. Which is, why is that not there anymore? I don't right, know. I'm it's looking, not there. Hang on. I'm in our database. We're doing a quick little... God, so we, we've been doing this for so long. There's so many. It's going to take me forever to go back. Well, anyways, I'm still considering this the five-year anniversary. Yeah, so it... Yeah, it, we're in July. We started this in July 2018. So, yeah, it's five-year anniversary, which is crazy. It's hard to believe. But it's been a fantastic ride. We have we have so many new clients, friends, lifelong friends, um, and just meeting all the fans of the show throughout our, you know, throughout our travels, it's, it's really been a fun, fun ride. And um, and we can't thank you guys enough for the great five years. We love doing this, and uh, we're gonna keep doing this for another five, ten, fifteen more years as long as we can keep doing it. We are gonna keep doing it here. Yes. Wow, you're right. Yeah, it's gone. You're right. They must do something. I think that was our second episode. So I think after five years, our episodes drop off. Really? That must be a that must be a thing for the software you were using. We're gonna have to check into that. Because I yeah. mean, who wouldn't want to go back and listen to our first episode that was so bad from five years ago? Yeah, I don't know. Well, now you can listen to our second episode. Now you can listen to our second episode, which was maybe maybe slightly better than the first. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so thank you guys for being along for the ride. It has been incredible. And um, uh, other breaking news, uh, company news. I did get the Hyatt. Zalara Riviera Maya video out that is on YouTube. Please go check it out. Um, it is, I'm telling you guys, that is one of the best deals going in travel right now. I stand by that statement. I think you do too. 
And um, and we've got a really fun episode. We're not going to talk about Mexico today. Not going to talk about Jamaica. We're going to take it to the smaller islands today. Yes. What do you want to talk about today? Yeah, we are going to do another resort comparison episode. And we haven't talked, uh, we've never done a comparison episode on these two. And I get asked about this a lot. Um, but Sandals Grenada and San- versus Sandals Royal Carousel. So we are going to break these resorts down for you, give you all the differences in them. And yeah. Yeah, similar similar locations, I should say, very Southern Caribbean, um, both newer Sandals Resorts. Um, I know you guys know our love for Sandals Grenada, but Sandals Curacao, we don't give enough attention to this resort on the podcast. Yeah, we haven't talked about it in a while. We really I, I love that. I love it. It's an amazing resort. I don't yeah. know why we don't talk about it more. Um, and it does give you that glimpse into the future of Sandals, which I think is really cool because of all the new restaurants that they have there. So we're going to break this thing down for you because we've been to both. And I love them both, and they're but they are very unique. And yes. if you're a big Sandals fan, choosing between these two destinations could be tough. And we're going to break it all down for you here. I mean, I think you should go to both, no matter what. So. I do too. I think you should visit both at some point. Um, and uh, but yeah, where where do you want to start with this? Because I think this is a great conversation. Um, I think if people are looking on the website, they're probably looking at both these locations. They're beautiful. They're remote. They're, yes. especially from the States, and they're both relatively new resorts. Curacao's very new. Grenada opened, what, 2017? No, it's older than that. It's really? like 10 years old. Yeah, it opened in 2013. Oh, wow. Gosh, it seems yeah, newer December, than that. Yeah, December 2013. I know really? it's, it's hard to believe that it's been around for that long, but um, yeah, so let's start with size of the resorts and getting there. Let's so, do the basics, yeah. Yeah, so Curacao has 351 rooms. Sandals Grenada has 257 rooms. Sandals Grenada is a much more, I don't want to say like compact, but it everything is like closer in. So it in that terms, I would say it, it is a little bit more mobility friendly, but it does have some hills. So um, Curacao is much more spread out, but it's all flat. So it's all very flat. Um, and they have bikes. And they do have bikes, That's which a I love. unique thing that Curacao has. Yeah. Um, I think they could incorporate that in more sandals. Definitely not Grenada. It's way too hilly. I could see people, you don't want all-inclusive Drinks flowing and bikes everywhere, but especially when you have hills. But Curacao is very flat, and it does it does make it a lot more easier to navigate. And yeah, I did, I did. We used it. We used the bikes. Yeah, we used them. Yeah, um, because you kind of needed it sometimes. You know, getting, yeah. getting from. I remember our room. What room category do we have? When so we were when we were there, and this was in September of last year, we had the Sunchi one bedroom, Sunchi but- beachfront one bedroom Butler suite, and then. So that's at one end of the property. And then like if we wanted to go have breakfast at like Alos, which yeah. is at the very opposite end of the resort, that's kind of that that would have taken like a 10, 15 minute walk. That was a long walk. Yeah. 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 And and so they have bikes and what people do is they just kind of leave the bikes throughout the resort. So if someone if someone needed the bike leaving Alos or wherever and then coming to our side of the resort, they would have dropped the bike off somewhere near the stairs probably. Yeah, so and there wasn't always is, a bike though. There wasn't always a bike, yeah. yeah. But you just grab and go. And it was really cool just seeing other people riding the bikes at the resort. I thought that was a really neat touch. The butlers were riding bikes a lot, getting stuff yeah. to and from their clients, from the restaurants, wherever they're coming from. But yeah, I, I agree. I think um, both of them, I would say Grenada on the grand scheme of things is still kind of spread out. Curacao is very spread out, but yeah. very flat, very yeah. flat. Yeah. Now, getting to both of these destinations, so they're very far Southern Caribbean. So Grenada has daily flights from Miami and JFK, and then seasonally they have um, flights on Saturdays from Charlotte. 
that's pretty much it. So it is a little bit harder to get to. Now, Curacao, daily flights from Miami. Um, Delta does also fly there. Uh, You can get there out of JFK on JetBlue. Um, Various, uh, or seasonally out of Charlotte direct as well. So you do have a little bit more options getting there. Um, Times of year to go. I think that, I mean, these are... They're both good year round. I definitely like these better for the winter months than, say, the Bahamas, just because they are so far south. You're not going to have, like, you know, chilly ocean water, pool water, or anything like that yeah, if you go yeah. in February. And, we, and we've been to um, Grenada during that time. So, yeah, I, th- I think that's a, I think it's a great thought because uh, some of these northern Caribbean islands, I guess you can call them, or even the Bahamas, can get a little chilly. And these are islands you can go to year-round, get in the pool, get in the ocean water. It's going to feel fantastic. Um, and you're really not – you're really – especially at Curacao, you're not far from South America. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're not. You're, you can actually see – you can see it if you do some of the excursions. So so if you're wondering on size of island, because I always like to look at the size of these things, how many people live there, how remote are you? Grenada, 124,000 population. This was as of 2021, which is about what I thought it was. Um, I was a little shocked at Curacao. Yeah? Is it bigger? It's a, bigger, but not by much. I thought it was going to be a lot bigger. Only 152,000 people oh. live on the island of Curacao. Now, on the outside looking in, it seems for me that Curacao, there had been a lot more it, yeah, people living think, there. Because yeah. it looks like it's way more developed. It is, yeah. And it just optically looks bigger. And it's a major... Curacao, the island, is a major hub for... Um, Oil tankers yep. that come in by sea. And what they do is they come from South America. They stop. The big ships come and stop in Curacao, offload their petroleum onto smaller ships, and those smaller ships distribute it out to the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, and used to, they used to distribute it. It used to stop there and come to the U.S. as well. And then when the trade thing happened with some of these South American countries in the United States, um, not as many ships were coming to the U.S. So it really hurt the economy there a little bit which is kind of an interesting tidbit there curacao because they're yeah. just strategically located that close south america so they're getting the big tankers and offloading them into small tankers has nothing to do with tourism but just wanted to mention that yes yeah now you these islands are both amazing i don't think that you can go wrong with either one if you're trying to decide i think if you go to one go to the next one the next year if if you can swing it but um one of the things I love about Grenada is it still has so much Caribbean charm to it. It really does, yeah. And then one of the things that I love about Curacao is, so it's part of the Dutch Caribbean, and it's basically like you're in, when you're outside of the resort, if you're like in the downtown area of Williamstad, it's basically like you're in Amsterdam, but in the Caribbean. It is so cool. Yeah, and that makes Sandals Curacao and the island of Curacao so unique, because I, I agree with you, like you do feel like you're in Europe, and if you want that little taste of Europe, without having the long flight go to curacao yeah and you're gonna get that feel because very walkable um you know they, they have like a, a quaint little downtown area with bars and shops big european flair i mean it's it is your it's a european island yes yeah it really it is what it is like you go through you go through security they're speaking dutch yeah it's just i mean they are it's just and they they, they you know the dutch the dutch men the blonde hair blue eyes yeah the, that's all the security guards at the airport. <laughs> yeah. And they have the thickest accent. They speak English, they do, but their accent is so thick. I mean, you just get those European feels. Yeah, yeah. 
So, so I would definitely recommend staying in downtown Williamsburg Curacao before you go out to Sandals, just because the downtown area I think is super cool, and the resort is like 30, 40 minutes from the downtown area. So if you can do a split stay, maybe stay in town for you know two or three nights, um, and then go to Sandals. I, w- I would recommend that if you have the time. Now, distance from the airport, so Sandals Royal Curacao is about a forty minute ride from the airport. And Sandals Grenada is like two minutes. Oh, it's the best. Grenada's commute from the airport to the resort is, two, yeah, like two to three minutes. Yeah. And the airport's a lot smaller in Grenada. It just feels smaller. Yeah. Easier to get through. Um, and, you know, what? one of the things with Curacao, though, I agree with you, it's a longer commute, but I think a lot of people should do that split stay. Yeah. And go experience Williamstead, especially if you haven't been to Europe um, I think, you know, Europe's a longer trip. Not as many people have, have been there as they have the Caribbean. If you're going to go to Curacao, go get those European feels. Go stay downtown somewhere. Yeah, it just, it feels like, like Amsterdam. Like, the buildings look like Amsterdam. I don't know. You do, And we've been to Amsterdam. It You just feel like you're in Amsterdam, but in the Caribbean, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, you do. And the restaurants have the European flair, European beers there. It's it's pretty neat. Um, and, and you don't have to stay. There's not really that many all-inclusives in downtown Curacao. I would just stay at one of the standard hotels. Go enjoy yeah. the town. You, you don't want to stay at the resort yeah. uh, when you're trying to enjoy Williamstead. Um, and then for the second half of your stay, or really maybe just do like two nights, one night or two nights in downtown Williamstead and do like five nights at Sandals Curacao. I think that's okay, the Okay, I said two or three, but... <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. Grenada, yeah, but you're right. Grenada, the resort, is very close to the airport. You cannot hear the airport. A lot of people do ask that. It's like a, it's like a big hill in between... Yeah, I think I've maybe heard one plane out of the times that we've been there. So. Yeah, and it's very faint, just because like... Which we're going back in a few months, and I'm very excited. Yeah, we are going back. Yeah. And we're going to Finland now. Okay, why? Well, yeah, we, we, we got I, a lot of stuff going on. We got a lot, and we're about to leave for Europe. Yeah, we leave for Europe in five days. Okay, we're gonna, we're taking the podcast with us to Europe. Yes. We're yeah. going to be broadcasting live from somewhere in the Mediterranean Sea, or we might even be in Turkey. I don't know. Yeah. We might run into a podcast. If we run into a podcast listener in Turkey, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. We do have a large audience in Europe. It'd be yes. cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. We'll put a little pause on what we're talking about. But, yeah, we are about to go travel. We have a, we have a lot of trips coming up for the rest of the year. I think most of our travels kind of planned out for the rest of the year now. But we're going to Europe next week. We're doing... Um, uh, we're flying into Rome, staying in Rome for a few days, and getting on a cruise ship. And we haven't done a cruise in a while. We have not been on a cruise since before COVID. So, so. we're going to have to run back the all-inclusive versus a cruise. Yes. So I'm very excited uh, to just see if it's changed or, you know, if it, well, just what it's like. But we're getting on a princess ship, and it's got um, another stop in Italy, two stops in Turkey, two stops in Greece and then it ends in Athens and then we're staying in Athens afterward and then flying home. So big trip coming up and then yeah we're going to Grenada in September. We are going to Finland in uh, December. We have a really cool partnership with a tour company that we're doing. Um, we're staying like an igloo? Right? Yeah so it's it's going to be pretty cool but there's more to come on that. But yeah so that's planned. We got that all booked um, and then we're also going on another cruise in October. We're going to test out MSC so we got a lot going on so 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> George is like, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Right, I got so a lot anyways. of other projects I'm working on too. So the my stress levels go up a little bit when I'm talking about being gone so much, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, I'll figure it out. I always do. Um, all right. So <laughs> back to the episode. But yeah, so airport noise, you know, with Grenada, there I like I said, I think we've I've heard a plane maybe one time. There's a big hill at the back of the property, so it kind of blocks out the the runway. And because the island is so small and it's not it's not a very touristy island in my personal opinion. And so I, I think that is part of why it's so charming. Um, but there's not a lot of planes that land there every day. It's just a handful. So Yeah, and you just, like Grenada, I just, I don't know, I love the how quaint it is. And I do get big Caribbean feels there. Yes. Like, I don't know why. Like, obviously, I mean, Curacao's way more European. So it's just kind of, it's a that's a very unique experience, having the European flair in the Caribbean. Still feels like you're in the islands because the water's very blue. But but man, you just get really good island vibes from, yes. from Grenada, and and time time stands still in Grenada. It does when you're in Grenada, like you don't know what day it is. I don't know how long I've been there. It's just it's such a cool place. It, it really is. I I just I love that resort so much. But I love Curacao too. So um, all right, so let's just kind of high level some of the rooms for you and give you. If you've been a long time listener, you've heard us talk about like the difference in room categories at Sandals. So I know it can be overwhelming when you're looking at them online because they do have like 20 to 25 different room categories at all of the resorts. But one of the things I love about that is you know exactly what you're getting. So like it's not just a junior suite ocean view. Like they're, you're going to know like this is the you know building that I'm going to be in and yeah. everything like that. So um, Sandals has three levels of room categories, three broad levels I'll say. You have your luxury level, club level, and then your butler level. Luxury level, just to high level it you do not get room service you don't get concierge service and the mini bar in your room just has um, water beer soda juices and wine if you're in club level or butler level you get all of that plus four different types of liquor Um, club and butler you also get room service and then concierge service and obviously with the butler level you have the personalized butler service which is fabulous now and some resorts i think like you could just go in with the luxury level i think there are it's kind of like our i don't say it's our recommendation everything's personal but there are certain resorts where it's like hey sometimes that luxury level just get in at the luxury level and enjoy the resort you know yeah yeah absolutely and and i think that you can do that at at both of these the luxury levels are are fine i think everything's on the table at both of these yeah Yeah. one of the things i really like about the lead-in room categories at sandals grenada is they not every single category but the least expensive ones all have a soaking tub on the balcony i think that's now, awesome just a handful don't so like the pink gen beachfront rooms and pink gen ocean view rooms those don't but pretty much every other room has that and that's a, a big selling point and a lot of people like that so yeah i think that's a luxury at other resorts because there's a lot of sandwich resorts where that's not common at all right it's very it can be hard to find Given how new Grenada is, well, it's 10 years old, but like they really started putting an emphasis on that 10 years ago as an enhanced, you know, guest experience having the, and a lot of people like it. I like it. I like just having that, you know, sometimes like at the end of the day, when you're done at the pool, we've already had like three or four, you know, pool drinks at the sum up bar. (laughs) Oh, God (laughs) almighty. Some people, yeah, I've seen people do eight. I've um, seen you do eight. I've no, no, no. I'd be stumbling. No way. Not, not these your, days. Your margarita counter um, at on our Instagram story from Atelier back in February. I think it was at like eight margaritas. No, no, no. That is not accurate. Yeah, I, think I w- kind There's of no way. I can't handle that. There's no way. Okay. Well, you keep telling yourself that. 
No. There's no way. <laughs> okay. Right, anyways, but but you know what I mean? Like, you get back after, like, a nice long day at the pool. You're hot. You're sticky. You know, it feels good just jumping in that tub on the balcony. Yes. It's just nice. Like, instead of, like, going in the shower real quick, like, you know, you're not in a hurry. Yeah. Just go cut the tub on. Chill. Call your butler, too. If you have a butler, by the way, they'll cut the tub on for you. So you just walk in and everything's done and ready to go. Yeah. Or you can do that. No before your travel tip if you have a butler. There you go. They will set up the tub for you. Yes. Now let's talk about the, so that kind of high levels, just the differences really quick on, on the rooms. If you want more information on, you know, comparing specific room categories within each, feel free to reach out. We'd be happy to chat with you and help you book your vacation. Yeah, um, I mean, we do. We're, we're one of the top sandals agencies in the Southeast. Yes. Maybe really in the country. Yes. It's crazy. So uh, let's talk about the activities at each resort. So these will vary. This um, is where it gets it different. It can. So water sports. So this is at um, Royal Curacao, which Curacao is known for their diving. Okay. So if you are an avid scuba diver, uh, I have heard that Curacao has some of the best diving. Now we have friends that are certified scuba dive instructors and used to live in Curacao. Yeah. And they have talked about it. It is a big, big difference. I think that is another thing that makes Curacao unique. Yes. Yeah. Now Grenada does have some cool diving spots too, which when we go in September, I would like to snooba. Oh, you want to snooba? Okay. The underwater sculpture park. I think that would be cool. But uh, so water sports at Sandals Royal Curacao um, that are included. So scuba diving, you get two free dives per day. You must be certified. If you're not certified, you have to take a resort class for an additional fee. I believe it's $120. Um, they also have kayaks, uh, snorkeling. You just have to sign up a day in advance. Paddle boards, hobby cats, and water trikes. And then over at Sandals Grenada, they have kayaks, snorkeling, paddle boards, and then again, the scuba diving, hobby cats, they have a glass bottom boat, windsurfing, and then they do also have um, snuba there. That must, I oh, don't remember okay. that, but I it like is that. listed on here um, for an additional fee, though. So we're fans of snuba because it doesn't really require any training. Um, it's it just, you don't have as much equipment. There's not a big tank on your back. So snuba is essentially snorkeling and scuba combined. And I know if you're a longtime listener, we have talked about this before. If you're a new listener, welcome to the show. Subscribe, please. And uh, I'll explain quickly what Snoob is. Snoob is essentially you have a tank that floats at the top of the water, like at, on, on the surface of the water. And there's a line that runs down to your mask. And you have like very little, there's no tank on your back and no equipment really. And you can breathe through that. And it's pretty much pumping air down to your mask. And it, other than that, it's just like scuba. Yeah. Like you're down there swimming underwater. You can stay down there as long as you want. Um, but it just feels a lot easier because there's way less equipment. You can do it off the beach. You can just walk off the beach and snuba. Um, but you do have a line that does limit how deep you can go. Most snuba, I think, is like 20 to 30 feet. You're really not getting more than 30 feet. Yeah. But for me, that's good. I'm not. I'm not. There's people that scuba dive that go. They like to go hundreds of feet. I'm good on that. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm good on that. <laughs> I, I just. That. I like. I like just. You know. I like seeing the surface. <laughs> yes. No. I would. Agree we're we're with so you. risk averse. The older we get. You know what I mean? You I do think, get that way. I think a lot of people get that way. Yeah, I just like my feet firmly planted on the ground. Somebody last week asked me, I can't remember who it was, um, but oh yeah, it was when we were on the on the boat, Patty asked me if I would ever do parasailing. That's going to be a no for me, dog. That was a hard <laughs> no. I have zero desire to do that. I've seen way too many videos of these things, things going wrong, yeah. and I just feel like especially in... 
islands and, you know, tourist destinations like Punta Cana, Mexico. I just don't think, like, it's not thoroughly inspected. I don't I The don't equipment know. on yeah. each of these. So, personally, I wouldn't do that. Well, it, it becomes a risk-reward. Like, I always evaluate things now, especially action activities and the risk-reward. What is the best thing that can happen? And what's the worst thing that can happen? Best case scenario, I get to see, like, Paris, what did you say? Parasailing, yeah. Parasailing. Best case scenario, I get to see the beach from a higher perspective, equivalent of a drone. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I've also flown over a lot of beaches, too. Um, worst case scenario, the ripcord breaks. Yeah. And I'm sailing off to, I'm flying off in the sky to an inevitable death. Yeah. Like, I think I'm good. I'll just watch the drone video. Yeah. I, I don't need to see don't it even, with my own eyes. I don't even like to fly. So it's kind of like the the Titanic submersible thing. Like, I, you know, I would never do that. I'm just good look at, at looking camera. at the pictures of the Titanic. Yeah, I just, it's like, I am so risk averse. And call me, call me a pansy. It's okay. I'll take it. I know I've, I'll I have be a, a pansy. I have a lot of thrill-seeking friends and they love it. And I, I, I get it. I get it. I used to be that too. But I don't know. Like I'm now approaching forty, which is crazy to say. Oh my gosh! I'm in my late thirties. Okay. Right, thirty-seven, thirty-eight, thirty-nine. That's your late thirties. Yeah. And so it's like you know what? I'll just I'll just see it on camera. I agree. I'll, I'll wear a VR headset and see the parasailing perspective. Like I just I don't know. But I do I do appreciate the people that do like to do that. Yes. Yeah. If you want to do it, yep. That that's all yours. Now, back to um, activities. So that's kind of what water sports are. Um, included at both now island activities so there's a lot to do on both islands i i've heard this um mentioned a lot and i think it's for whatever reason a common misconception about grenada yeah but i've heard people say well i feel like i would get bored there like that there's just not much to do off resort and i don't think that that is the case at all that like there's a ton of adventure type activities lots of water sports that you can do um there's a volcano there that's dormant oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean they're like hiking there's a lot of things that you can do there so i if you're going for a full week i really do not think you're it's going to be a situation where you're going to get bored one of my favorite memories um an excursion if you will at sandals is um reading to the kids so we did an excursion once where we went off island and it was off part, resort off resort yeah and it was part of sandals uh foundation which they donate to local schools yeah um, it's called do, the reading road trip reading road trip and this is really cool and we went to a local school for a day and got to pick out books to read to kids and we kind of like taught a class and we've done this a couple times yeah we did it in jamaica and we've done it in st. Grenada. lucia no and st lucia was st. it st lucia yeah was it jamaica? st lucia i can't remember um, and it was so much fun. And I thought like that is one of my most fond memories of travel is doing that. Yeah. So it's called the reading road trip. It, they had suspended it during COVID. I don't know if they've brought it back yet, but I don't know. I haven't honest seen with you, much I haven't, about it. I haven't really seen much about it, but if they have and you get the opportunity to do it, I would highly recommend it because I, I just, it was so cool and just like heartwarming and meeting these kids and they're so appreciative of you being there and yeah, it, it was really special. Yeah, and I think it gives you a, a good perspective. It's a contrast in how you know schools are in some of these very small remote countries versus the states. Um, you know, it gives you kind of a new appreciation for what you have at home because um, these kids, obviously, a lot of these remote islands have less resources. The schools are a lot different. Some of them didn't even have air conditioning. Right. Um, but they were just so happy. Like, yeah. The kids are so happy. 
they're just playing all the time and they're so appreciative of you being there. So that's definitely an experience. If it's back, we'll get an update on that. We'll update that for our next podcast, see if they've brought back the reading road trip. All right, we're going to keep this podcast going. we got to get in a quick 30-second commercial break. We'll be right back. One commercial, 30 seconds. See you on the backside. All right, guys, we are back. Thank you for sticking with us there. And we are going to talk about the rest of this resort debate, which is a heated debate. Not a heated debate, but this is, these, these two properties are very close to each other. Yeah. Very, very close in comparison. But first, got to give a shout out to, we got a recent five-star review. Thank you so much. Kay Angove from the UK says, fantastic travel podcast, especially for all of you travel, Caribbean, all-inclusive geeks. I'm proud to be one. I'm also obsessed with YouTube travel videos and Pinyak Travels videos are up there with, with the best ones. Keep up the great work, guys. P.S. Janet definitely wears the trousers. I'm British, so it's always trousers. I love the word trousers. I'm going to start using that word. I actually said the word trousers the other day, didn't I? Uh, I don't know. Did I think you? I used the word trousers, yeah. And you looked at me, you were like, what? Anyways, Kay Angove, thank you so much yes, for the five-star review. It means a lot. We really appreciate it. And guys, if you're enjoying the podcast, go ahead and subscribe to the subscribe to our podcast here. Or you can follow. I still don't know. Depending on what platform you're on, it's, a, it's subscribe or follow. But go ahead and do that. If you're enjoying the content, a five-star review means the world to us. We really appreciate it. It's a great free way to support the show. And then it helps our little algorithm out. So when people are searching for Caribbean travel or travel in general... They're finding the No Before You Go travel show. Anyways, all right. Jumping back into the episode here, where do you want to go from here? So let's talk about the atmosphere of both resorts, um, kind of the vibes. So I think they both have a good mix of like lively and quiet. You can find that at each. I would say Curacao, though, would have a little bit more lively of an atmosphere because they have that beach club that um, they did a lot of cool shows at every single night. The beach club does get rocking. Yeah. yeah. And so that's like a thing that Sandals is doing now. I've noticed they did a Royal Bahamian. Right. Where they're creating this big sandy area. They bring in beach sand, create like a. And then they have like a DJ stand and it's like a. Yeah, like a beach club party. Yeah, so. yeah. So then, like, you can go barefoot if you want to. People are dancing. So I think it's really cool they're doing that, and it's all outdoors, too. Yeah. So I would say that I, I think the atmosphere is a little more lively at um, Curacao, and I think it's a little more even-keeled in Grenada. Um, I'd agree with that. Yeah. yeah. So that that's what I think. Now, one thing that I think Curacao is missing when we were there in September, there was rumors that they were going to fix this i haven't heard anything since though um so grenada does have a pub and uh, the pub kind of gets rocking you know in, in the it's evenings like, I think all the sandals have a yeah. pub right with yeah, the all exception of them do, with the exception of curacao <laughs> they don't have a pub and yeah. i think they need a pub and i also think they need a pub just because it's it was really hot when we were there and there was like no indoor cool space to like relax in the evenings unless yeah. you went into butches so that was kind of a um a negative i think of of that but um like curacao curacao had this beautiful lobby bar right but it's more open air it's, it's not open air enclosed. and it's hot yeah there's a lot of open air areas in general um what i did like though about curacao is like the butches had a bar in it yeah so they had like these cooled areas with bars but not really a dedicated space that wasn't a restaurant that you could go to for, right. you know, like a pub, like just hanging yeah. out and, and watching TV and just having a drink. Um, those other, the restaurant bars were almost more dedicated for like, hey, you're waiting for your table or something, yes. right? Like it, I don't know. It's just different, so. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Now, let's kind of talk about the, since we're 
you were mentioning butches and some of the bars and restaurants. So let's talk about, yeah, the dining and um, bars at both properties. So at Sandals Grenada, there's 10 restaurants. At Sandals Royal Curacao, there's eight restaurants, plus they have the three food trucks. Um, I think the food at both is great. Um, I think they're exactly, yeah. I mean, you know, food quality can fluctuate and does fluctuate at every resort. Um, but I think these two are pretty close to each other. Yes. Like, really, really good food. Both have a butcher's, which I think is fantastic. I love seeing that. I think that's a nice date night option, right? Yeah, um, yeah they both have butchers. And then Royal Curacao, though, they kind of introduced some of their n- newer dining concepts. So they have Alos, which is Mediterranean, Pietra, which is their Italian, whereas their Italian at Grenada is called Cucina Romano. Yep. Um, their Asian, they have a, it's called Gatsu Gatsu, and that's where um, they would do, they have sushi, whereas Do they have um, a at Gatsu? They have a bocce? I can't remember. Um, I can't remember. Did they? they? I think they did. I gotta, Maybe, I gotta go back and look at the I video. I know, I have to look. I can't remember. The um, sushi was amazing at both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have soy at Grenada, which you, I think that's your favorite um, sushi restaurant in all of the sandals chain is the one in Grenada. Yeah, the one in Grenada. No, I will say this. Gatsu, Gatsu was really, really good too. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. I think they're even. I think like they're both elite tier dining for the sandals brand yeah so one of the cool things that i I would give a little bit of an edge to at royal curacao which they were just um like opening this and starting this when we were there but the wine and dessert bar yeah so it wasn't it they were either working on it they were doing something where we couldn't fully enjoy it you could still see what they were doing and I think you could still sit down and do like a wine flight, but it wasn't quite finished yet because I think they were right. they were doing something making the coffee bar and the wine bar one. Yeah. But I think it's great because what, what one thing I love about other all-inclusive resorts, if you do have some sort of dedicated like wine tasting area, like the one at Secrets Moshe, I absolutely oh, love. Oh yeah, that was fabulous. I think, you know, and I know the Crib, I mean, Caribbean's more for like beach drinks and pool drinks, you know, and like margaritas and things like that. But I mean, and maybe that's just me being selfish, but I, I like a little dedicated area for wine, for your yes. wine enthusiasts. Millennials, we're drinking more wine. Yes, I agree. We are. We're, we're getting older. We're drinking more wine. We're getting Going to get a buttery shard. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so uh, just to kind of sum up the rest of the restaurants at um, Curacao, so they have Zuka, which is Latin fusion. So that's a, a new dining concept that they introduced as well. I Vincent. really like that. Zuka was yeah, good. Yeah, it was very good. Now, um, one thing Zuka, just point of improvement here. They had a beautiful bar, but uh, no bar no, stools. Yeah, no bar stools. I don't know. And they had a bartender back there, but you couldn't sit at the bar. Yeah, that was it was strange. Yeah. So I don't know if they fixed that, but they should. Not really sure what was going on there. <laughs> um, yeah. And then Vincent, which is modern European food. And then they do both have um, the butchers, which is a steak, um, the steakhouse. Very good. So I, I do like that Sandals Royal Curacao does have the three food trucks, and they're all open from 12 p.m., um, from noon to 10 p.m. So, like, you can eat there, you know, for dinner. If you're just, like, hanging out late in the pool or whatever, and you just grab, the, the, um, you know, a quick bite to eat there. I like that. The one thing about the food trucks, though, at Curacao, they're kind of far from everything. Well, unless if you're staying on that yeah, side, which yeah. is, like, the Meli Meli and then the Amante or the Carissa, those are the closest to the the closest buildings to the food trucks then it's convenient but like from the beach and the pool it is kind of far yeah 
So I don't know. Like we actually we we had to ride bikes to go over there and try it out. Yes, we were on the exact opposite side. Yeah, we were in the Sunchi, which I'm closer gonna, to the beach, which I like. Yeah, I am going to talk about um, some of the the rooms at each of these yeah. um, in a minute. But uh, so going back to so Grenada, so they of course have the um, steakhouse as well. That was actually the first place that they put a butcher's, and then they do have the Cafe di Paris coffee shop, um, the traditional Italian pizzeria, kimonos, which is where they cook in front of you french mediterranean soy they have the pub and then they have spices which is like the caribbean restaurant so i think both of the dining options are or all of the dining options at both are, are great but I, I i like the food trucks at curacao yeah one thing with curacao too that i like is that if let's just say we talked about earlier maybe staying in town one night and then doing sandals before or after that yeah um, if you don't want to do that, if you want to stay at Sandals Curacao for your entire stay, that's fine. Curacao is one of those islands where you could just, you know, grab a cab and go into town one night, even if you're still staying at Sandals, and go enjoy some of the restaurants in town. Yes, and if you're staying in the top two room categories at Sandals Curacao, it, it comes with um, your own Mini Cooper. Yes, you get a Mini Cooper, and you can go to your own restaurant. Like, yeah. they, they're we have to look into it, but they supposedly were doing some sort of dining partnerships with local restaurants. Yeah, I haven't heard anything else about it. I, I, the last I heard was it wasn't working out how they had anticipated. So, oh, I, yeah, okay. I'm not really sure what the latest is on that. We'll so. put that in the parking lot and revisit that in a future show. All right, let's jump into one of my favorite topics. The bars. The bars. <laughs> yeah. So this is kind of... It's not like I drink all the time. No, no, this is kind of crazy, though. There are 13 bars at Sandals Royal Curacao. There are six at Grenada. Whoa. I, yeah. Isn't that well, kind of crazy? if you count the, the bars in the restaurant, see, that's the thing. That's a new thing Sandals oh, is yeah, doing. Oh, yeah. I guess they are counting them in the restaurant. Yeah. See, that's a new thing that Sandals is doing, because I think they've been hearing my battle cry yeah, over the last six Vincent years. Yeah, because Vincent Bar, yeah, Zuka Bar, Quiet Pool Bar, The Wine Bar, Beach Bar. Yeah, they, they have butches. They count bar. Yeah, bar. they have the butches yeah, bar. See, yeah, okay. see, okay. They're listening to my battle cry. I have Your been, battle cry? I have been pioneering this on this podcast for years, that... If you're an all-inclusive and you really want to make these restaurants feel like it's a restaurant that you would go to in the States or even anywhere for that matter, you got to have a bar inside the restaurant. People yeah. expect that. You, you you don't feel like quite the full restaurant experience, <clears throat> excuse me, if you don't have a bar in your restaurant. Okay. You, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like if, if you're going to, like, and I'm speaking specifically on all-inclusives here because a lot of people that haven't gone all-inclusives, they think they think that the food isn't high quality because they're like, oh, if it's all you can eat, it can't be good quality. That's total nonsense. But if you really want to give someone that full experience, the true dining experience, have the bar inside of each restaurant. Yeah. And they're doing it now. That's why those numbers are different. Yeah, but it's weird. Rant Like they they have (laughs) like a Curacao... Like the one in the Zuka place, they have it listed, but there were no chairs, so it's kind of weird. That, that could have been a one-off. I'm not really sure what was going on there. There were there were also still working on the restaurant next door. Yeah, remember that? Like they were they were. Yeah. I think they were in the process of making a nightclub. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's what was going on. Yeah. Um it didn't really hurt our experience. I'm sure it's changed since we've been there, but um, that was yeah, what, we about were a there year in, ago now. Yeah, we were there in September of. Uh, 2022. We were last in Grenada in September of 2021, but we are about to go back there um, in September of this year. Yeah, because so. we, you and I. Now I know they don't do this at Sandals, but I like to eat at the bars. Like when you and I go out, yeah. Like, sometimes we get a table. Sometimes we'll decide to sit at the bar and engage the bartender and eat at the bar. Um, 
But I think like, you know, when you're on vacation, especially, you're not in a hurry, especially if you're out of sandals. Like, you know, when you go into the restaurant, they, you know, God forbid, let's say table's not ready. Usually they are. You, you rarely have to wait. But you have a nice option to sit at the bar and chill. Yeah. Like, what are you in a hurry for? Like, sit at the bar, get a nice cocktail, dinner will come. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's good to have that option in each restaurant. Yeah. So, to sum it up, though, yeah, Curacao definitely has more bars. So, again, I think that kind of uh, parlays into the fact that I think that it is a little bit more of a lively, livelier resort than Grenada. So. Yeah, I agree. That lobby bar is beautiful. Yes. Like, it is stunning. If you go to our stories, we just did a story on Sandals Curacao. Not story, reel. I'm sorry. Haley made, shout out Haley, an amazing reel on yeah. uh, Curacao. And it features, you can see in it, the the big lobby bar. Yeah. And if you look at this, what's really cool, though, about Grenada, Grenada gives you more of that Caribbean vibe. You go yeah. in and the lobby's, like, tiny. Oh, it is it's tiny. Like, it's like two little two little desks, open air. Yeah. Um, everything's more about the resort there. And they don't really have a lobby bar at all. And then they no. do They do have a centralized bar that's open air with pool tables. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I just, I, Grenada just is such a cool place. Like, yep. just the layout. They nail everything. Yeah. Um, no, I love it. This is a this special is a, place in my heart. It's a really good, this isn't really a debate, but it's a really good comparison. Yeah, it's a really so, interesting two resorts to compare. Yeah, so let's talk about the beach and the pools at both. And then I just want to mention a couple of things on rooms at both. So the beach at both of these, um, the beach is better at Grenada. So Grenada is a volcanic island. So it, you don't have the, you know, like bright, bright white, white sand. sand. Yeah crystal clear blue water like you have in say Antigua or the Bahamas but you do have clear water um and the sand is more of a slightly darker color yeah it's a darker color it's got a little volcanic you know ash I guess volcanic ash sand like black they call it black sand yeah they do it's not like black yeah they call it uh it supposedly was a pink beach pink sand beach but I don't really think the sand is pink but um that that's what it was yeah I don't get that pink and beach yeah yeah um so the beach is beautiful though um it's pretty big there's a lot of spots um for you know loungers uh beautiful views across the bay you can see all the mountains in the background I think the beach here is beautiful but again it's not the Bahamas okay um in Curacao it is an interesting beach so the beach is actually better than I thought. Um, it's better than it was I thought too. Going to be so. I wouldn't the, go to Curacao for the beach. No, like if you're specifically going for the beach, maybe Curacao, maybe look elsewhere. But right. the beach is still there. Yes. So the resort sits on like an inlet off of the big ocean water. Okay, it's a corner, and I say big yeah. ocean water because like you don't get the big ocean views when you're sitting on the beach there. It catty corners big water and an inlet. Yeah. Right, and there's an inlet where these boats going out of to a marina. Now, what's interesting, though, on the side where there's big ocean water, there's no beach. Right. It's rocky shoreline. And that's actually a lot of what Curacao is. Is rocky shoreline. Yeah, it's rocky shoreline. Yeah. But if you, the, on the other side of the caddy corner on the inlet, you do have a beach. And yeah. it's actually kind of a cool beach. It's long. Yeah. It's thin. Like, it's not very wide, but it's long. Yeah. And also, the, the water's very, very calm. You don't get these ocean waves that come in because you're on the right. inlet and it's very calm water a lot of people snorkel there's a lot of yeah, there's good, good snorkeling life. yeah right off the beach um and the water is very clear the water so. is very clear in curacao yeah yeah and if you let's just say hey i like a nice beach but i still want to visit curacao go to klein curacao yeah take do an a day excursion. trip out there that's an amazing beach yeah it's like a little island um it is in jurisdiction the jurisdiction of curacao so it is Cur- curacao island uh, called Klein Curacao, uninhabited. 
there's like a old lighthouse out there yeah. that's no longer in use, but a huge, beautiful, wide stretch, white sandy beach, crystal clear blue water, tons of marine life. Um, and it's what, about an hour, hour boat ride out there? Yeah, roughly, yeah, like an hour boat ride, yeah. But you make a day trip out of there. Um, you can get that excursion through sandals or we can book it for you because that's what great travel agents do, um, is take care of their clients. Um, but yeah, so you can still get it, but you have to do an excursion if you want a great beach in Curacao. Yeah, so the, the beach is not the best. So if you are a beach person, then I would probably tell you, you know, to, to not do Curacao and do Grenada instead. Now, um, the pools in both, I like the I like the pools in Curacao better. Now, when we were actually there, the pool was closed because they had a whole incident that happened last one, year. One of the pools, was one, closed, the main yeah. pool with the swimming bar. But I love that pool. It looks it's awesome. Huge. It's, it's huge, beautiful. and it's a big infinity pool and great views from it. You can see you know, um, some of the ocean from it. So I do think that it has a better pool and swim up bar. Um, the one in Grenada is a good bit smaller. Not as many chairs but still super fun so. yeah still super fun they have two pools uh both of them both have a of quiet them. pool and kind yeah. of a busy pool right um we spent most of our time well when we were in Grenada we spent pretty much all of our time we did one day in the quiet pool yeah and even at the quote like busy pool or party pool whatever you want to call it it's still not it was still very laid back in Grenada yeah that's what I like about it it's just good vibes it's yeah it's good vibes so yeah. um you know I would say Pools, I would give Curacao the edge um, a little bit. And then, uh, yeah, beach, I would give it to Grenada. We're so, going back to Grenada, right? Yeah. In, in September. In September. Nice. Yeah, like two months. So, 11-year anniversary. You've put up with me for 11 Well, we're not going to be there over our anniversary. We're actually going to be there over my birthday. But uh, okay. Well, yeah, we're going <laughs> yeah, to celebrate, celebrate both. Yes. So let me just kind of touch. That's to you, babe. That's a long time to tolerate me. Yeah, I know. I'm, just <laughs> I'm hanging on by a thread, um, guys. <laughs> so I just want to kind of touch base on you know, some of the rooms. I know I briefly talked about it earlier, like with the soaking tubs and everything um, at the rooms in Grenada. But uh, I especially want to mention this for Curacao. So um, like I said, if you wanted to be like close to the food trucks in that area, the Caricia, Meli Meli, and the Amante, and then also like the Curasan Island bungalows and the Awa Seaside bungalows. Those are all on that side of the resort. The Sunchi building um, is closer to the beach. And so it says beachfront. And I want to point this out because the way that the resort kind of sits, the beachfront there, it does not mean you literally walk right out onto the beach. Okay. Yeah. You, you, are like kind of in front of the beach, uh, but you might be you might see like some grass and courtyard areas, and then you have to like take steps down to the beach. So, I think the better view is honestly the ocean view. So, yeah. Um, yeah. and and I specifically want to mention that because they have a room category that's like the Sunchi Beachfront Walkout um, Club level room or whatever, and just the walkouts and the the swim ups. Again, you just you don't really have like the beach view. It, you you want one that would say ocean view for the better view. So just want to mention that. And then in Grenada, I mean the you know the rooms are great. Pink Gin um, and the Italian villages those are closest to um the beach the beach yeah yep i, I love the pink gen beachfront walkout rooms there those are awesome you just, i love those rooms too yeah because like like then a that deck. You, yeah that you literally can walk like right out onto the beach yeah so. like you you step off your like you almost have two ways to get to your room you have the back way yeah and the front way and like the the door that the front door i guess and almost like a back door but you step off the back door you almost have like a little deck 
Yeah. And then you walk down, you're on beach sand. Right. You know what I mean? I think it's really, that's a, if you love the beach, that's a great room. It is a, a great room category. Yeah. And one thing I want to say too, like we've had, we had butler category at both. The butlers were fantastic at both. They really were. Well, like, yeah. Really, so really enjoyed the butler service at both. I think like the butler service that we had at Curacao, though, they were actually from Sandal Sochi. So. Yeah, we did have we did have Jamaicans. Yeah. And um, so there we didn't have, you know, it's gonna. I, I don't know if that's going to be like a permanent thing, though, at Curacao. Because Curacao being yeah, a Dutch island, so. I don't know if they're going to have more people from the Caribbean coming in, like other islands, or they're going to have locals. Well, I, I think don't, at, I don't at that point, it was just trying to get... Um, but yeah, they're training and trying to get the new staff up yeah, and running. Yeah, yeah. So. But I feel like I've noticed over the last just few years, really since the pandemic, that they seem to be moving employees around a little bit more. So you're getting more of you know different employees from different resorts at different resorts. Like, yeah. They're not just all local. Right. Which I think is a good thing if they can do it. Yeah, you yeah, Because if you're taking like good staff that can train really well that have been been at Sandals for a long time, especially when you're opening up a new resort, hey, train the new train the locals, like you know, get them up to speed. It's the only Sandals resort on the island, um, so get them as they call it sandalized. Right. Get them sandalized. Yes. Yep. So again, that kind of sums up. I think most of you know comparing the differences in the resorts, I. Don't think that you can go wrong with either one. I think if you want to go to one and then go to another one the next year, if you can do that, then I, I think you should because I think they're great. Now, a um, couple ways that you can save on some pricing. So watch out for the 777 sales, which come out every Wednesday. It's where they take seven rooms, seven different resorts, make them an extra 7% off. There is 10% discount for um, military, police, or firefighters with the IAFF members. Um, Also, they do have an anniversary uh, discount. If you book at least six nights in a club or butler level room, you get the seventh night free if you travel within 30 days of your wedding anniversary. Um, I get asked this a lot. So if you're on... If you're booking on property um, at the, so if you go to a Sandals and then you will see that they're offering at the loyalty and travel desk discounts if you rebook while you're on property. It's anywhere from 10 to 12%. Now, a lot of people go to Sandals for honeymoons and anniversaries. A lot of times the free anniversary night ends up being a better deal than booking the loyalty and travel. So you need to keep that in mind if you're going to book a club or butler room. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, we need to do a whole episode on like tips for booking sandals. And guys, by the way, guys, if you want to work with us, we don't charge any fees. Uh, you'll pay exactly what you pay online. Um, I'll put the link in the show notes, of the description of the, of the podcast here on how to reach out to us. Also, if you want to book online, you don't want to work with us, we have a sandals referral link. Use our yes. referral link. It takes you right to the sandals website. And all it does is tell sandals that that you booked through the, you've like found their website through the No Before Go Travel Show. And that really helps the podcast out as well. So use yes. our sandals link if you want to book online. If you want to talk to us, have specific questions, we got your back too. We can get you booked as well. Help arrange, you know, if you want to do a private transfer, help make recommendations on excursions, help make room recommendations, we can do all that for you. But if you don't want to talk to us, hey, that's fine. Use our sandals link. And we got also, you. yes, and also, should anything go wrong during your travels, including flight issues, if we have you booked, we can also help you through that as well. So Absolutely. Just want to mention that. Absolutely. But um, I think that about sums up the show. And so now it's time for question, question of, of the, the day. day. Question of the day. This will make you feel old. What's up? What was the last CD you ever bought? The last CD you ever bought. Do people still buy CDs? I don't see them 
on sale at stores anymore. We were at Target the other day. I don't think they. Had oh yeah, CDs. you're right. Yeah, they finally got rid of them. I think they were hanging on. You'd see them here and there. Like oh, there's like a the CD section kept getting smaller and smaller. And for those that like, or maybe maybe we have some Gen Z listeners that don't really never bought a CD or don't remember it. The CD section in these retailers like Walmart and Target used to be huge. Remember, there used to just be like CD stores. Yeah, there used to be just stores dedicated to CDs. I mean, it was like, yeah. I, I remember, and this is how, and we're not that old, but God, sometimes talking like this makes me feel that old, is I remember before CDs where it was just cassettes. And like, like you would have the cassettes. I like you. I think we still have some of your old cassettes, like yeah. Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey. Yeah, I do from the nineties. And then CDs came along, and you're like, "Holy crap!" The CDs changed the game because you could actually skip to a certain song. Yeah. Where the cassettes, you would have to like just put, press play and enjoy the whole. Yeah. Yeah, you know, enjoy the whole thing. Um, the last CD we ever bought. What you? What'd you say? You said Zach. I, Brown? I I think it's Zach Brown. Um, yeah, I think it's Zach Brown Band. Zach Brown Band. Um. I Gosh, I, don't, I don't even know. I I don't I can't think of any other um ones that I bought. So like this I has think to go. It, this is like high school, right? Like I got to go back that far. High school, college. Yeah, I don't know. I was into like I mean I listened to everything back then. I had like we used to burn CDs. Burn like, CDs. Oh my god, that was the last school. CD. I, dude, that that was like I remember that buying was the a, blank CDs and then you burn them. You, you don't know if you're downloading like a virus on LimeWire or God, the amount of the amount of Trojan horse viruses I put on my family computer when we got a computer that could burn CDs because then yeah. you're downloading stuff off of like Napster right. and LimeWire and like <laughs> oh I, no it's crazy you see that you see that um I shared it with my buddies I saw this like GIF or not GIF this uh, meme on Instagram and it was like it was like something it said something like. You're you're on your family computer in the early 2000s, and it shows like Napster and LimeWire, and then all of a sudden there's a virus, and your parents <laughs> are asking you who put the virus on the computer, and, yeah, and you're like, I didn't do crap, I didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you probably did because you're downloading all this random all, crap, right? And then Napster had the big lawsuit. I remember that the whole music industry was against the P2P sharing. Oh, it was a whole deal. And then like I remember like there was a point, there was a period in time where like. It, they they made it law like you can't download music on the internet because, or you could go to jail. Remember, yeah, like they were used to get those warnings. Yeah, threatening big fines, and it was a wild time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Remember, so we mine recently was, we recently pulled out my old yeah CDs. Your, all your CDs. so what's the last one you bought though? You don't know. I don't know. I mean, I was into like everything from R and B to like hard rock. Like you know, I was into like genuine. I had Genuine, Casey and JoJo. I had Census Fail, Thrice. I was in everything. I didn't really listen to much country. You really got me into country, but... Yeah, I, I think the last one I bought, though, yeah, is was a Zach Brown band. Mine's probably Census Fail or, like, uh, maybe Genuine or Casey and JoJo. Maybe Casey and JoJo. That is interesting, I though, had 50 that... Cent. I had some 50 Cent CDs. Oh, maybe yeah, I got 50 Cent. 50, 50 Cent was... Oh, he was huge back then. Yeah, I... Juvenile. That, that is interesting, though, on the CDs in, in Target. Yeah, I don't think I... They're finally gone. They don't even make cars. Don't even have CD players anymore. Hmm. That's very again. interesting. Yeah, my first car had a cassette player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we are aging ourselves. Right, are you ready for guess the? I was going to say followers? yeah. Now I think I think really we're yeah. I think we're going on and on about the CDs. Too okay. Much, yeah, so. yeah. I've got a, I've got a great one here. For okay. Guess what the is Instagram your guest Instagram followers? Um, not a musician. Not a musician. Very popular actor though. Okay. Um, one of my favorite actors on Friends. Oh, Jennifer Aniston? No, she's my most favorite. Oh. She might, that's actress. Oh, actress. Yeah, sorry, actor. Right, this actor. 
Oh, so who? there's only three. Ross, Chandler, or Joey? Which Chandler. Chandler. Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. American Canadian actor. Um, oh, he's part Canadian? I didn't realize that. I didn't know that either until I looked him up. 53 years old, and he is probably most well-known for being Chandler and Friends. Um, most recently came out that he has a 25-year uh, crush on Jennifer Aniston. Oh, really? Who doesn't, though? Come on, Matt. Oh, my gosh. Matt Perry, come on. What are you talking about? Okay. Everyone has a 25-year crush on Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, that's George's. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to say he has... 3.2 million followers. 3.2 million. That's a very exact number. Let's write. Go ahead and I'll write. Yeah, 3.2. So what's your guess? I don't. He, he looks like a guy that's not very active on um, Instagram. So I'm going to say he's probably less. I'm going to, although he's a very widely known actor, I'm going to go a little bit lower than you. I'm going to say 2. Point, I'm not even going to go 2. I'm going to go 1.75. 1.75. All right. Drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. Matthew Perry. Instagram at Matt Matt Perry four at Matt Perry four. He has. Whoa, he he uh, he exceeded both of our expectations. I told you he wasn't active. Seventy four posts, but seven point seven million. Seven point seven million followers. Oh Good wow! For him. Good for him. Uh, doesn't post very often. Get your posts up there. Come on, Matt. Get some more. All right, so um, I won that one. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy one. I went, I went a little low there. All right, guys. Well, if you want any more information on anything that you heard today, if you would like help in booking either of these resorts, we would love to work with you. Feel free to go to PennyacTravel.com, click request a quote. It comes directly to me or... Give us a call, 1-800-674-3278. Have a great weekend, guys. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next time. See you next time.